praise the Lord, mightiest prophet of the Lord. And then, uh, Pastor Sophie, Senior Pastor Sophie. So, well, uh, yesterday we saw, yesterday we saw that uh, in this life it's very important to clearly understand and verify what foundation your Christian life is built upon. We saw that some very important issues, some very important elements appear in the way Christians execute their Christian salvation. And we saw very clearly that what determines how a Christian lives their Christian salvation is strictly based on the foundation on which they have launched their Christian salvation. And yesterday, out of the message of the Lord that has replayed today, we saw very clearly the narrative when the Lord Jesus himself, when he spoke very clearly to the church, and he said it would be very, very important for the church of Christ to be able to be wise. In other words, to be sure that they launch their Christian salvation, which is had one, which was had one, one very through very difficult circumstances at the Calvary Cross, and we saw that the Lord Jesus cautions the church, he cautions humanity, and he tells them that it is going to be very important for Christian believers to ensure that they build their salvation on the foundation of the rock, the foundation that we know is Christ Jesus the Lord. And yesterday, before we begin today's session, we also saw very clearly that based on the foundation upon which one has launched, has anchored their Christian salvation, then um, they are able now to navigate their lives, to go about their lives and encounter the challenges of this life. And he said, as we saw yesterday, based on the type of foundation that one launches their salvation on, their Christian salvation, then it will also determine how they handle the challenges of this life. So it all began in the message when the Lord brought to the attention of the church that there is a storm of storm. There is a storm that is coming. You could call it the storm of all storms. There is a storm that is coming on the day of the Lord, when the Lord is coming, and you can see for yourselves that in the process of preparing for that day of the storm of storms, Right now, there are tremendous storms. You see how he sent his servant to command the ocean to come out, the Atlantic Ocean. And even now, as we speak, the voice of the Lord is over the ocean, headed towards Germany. And also, he has won the Gulf of Mexico, too. But we saw very clearly in that uh, prophecy the fulfillment of the prophecy of the judgment coming to the Caribbean, 
And of course now, right now, the editing team is handling the roaring and the tossing of the sea towards Florida. They have managed to pull out stunning prophecies. The Lord spoke to Florida many, many years ago, many times, and Houston, Texas, and all this. So as they are handling that, but we saw already that there is the roaring and the tossing of the sea, a big storm in the sea. And we saw that there is a big storm on the land, Mexico earthquake, the earthquake taking place, uh, hitting and striking Nepal on Mount Everest. We also saw the earthquake in Chile that tilted the earth and shortened daytime forever. We saw that in all these earthquakes, the prophecy he gave yesterday, the earthquake coming to Namibia, the earthquake coming to Tanzania, the recording of prophecies that he did yesterday in the presence of the bishops here. So there is the storm in the sea, the storm in the land, and now we are seeing a storm in the heavenlies. We are seeing a storm in the skies, in the deep space, the shaking of all that is shakeable, the huge planets, the hypergiant stars. So we are seeing that in the process of preparing the way for the coming of the Messiah, preparing the way for that tremendous day, there is already a storm, the storm in the sea, the storm in the land, the storm in the heavenly, storming the heavenly bodies, storming the universe. The universe is shaking. The storm across the planets and the galaxies. So, the Lord brought it to the attention of the church that there is going to be a storm of all storms, the day of the storm. And so the question was, how will you fare on that day? Will you survive the storm of storm on the day of the storm? Because if the process of preparing the way for the glorious coming of that day, of the Messiah, is this much storm that storms and shakes the earth, shakes the ocean, shakes the planet, the galaxies, shakes the entire universe. How much of a storm then will that day be? And that's why the Lord encouraged the church in that scripture. And today we can pick it also from the book of Luke chapter 6. But he encouraged the church. I'm using this to set up a foundation, a preamble for all people to be on the same phase before we continue from where we stopped. And so the Lord brought it to the attention of the church that it will be important for the wise church to make sure, for the prudent church, for the holy church, obedient church, to make sure that she be wise. And being wise, according to the definition of Scripture, is that church that will launch her salvation upon the foundation of the rock, the rock that is Jesus the rock of all ages. And yesterday, before we begin today's message, we also saw in a snapshot, we saw that in this life, there also will be storms, storms of life. In fact, if there is anything that came out very clean and clear 
is that those that will build their salvation upon the rock and those that are foolish, that build their salvation upon the sand, both of them anyhow face the storm. And I'm going to open up this today in a very serious way. I'm going to bring it to your attention, beloved people, in a very serious way, that the born again and the non-born again still have to face the storm. Meaning, the storm always comes. The storm comes. And so the Lord brought it to your attention yesterday that there are storms in this life. That in this life, there will always be storms, whether you are born again or not. And he says, and if you are born again, the way you handle the challenges of this life, the storms of this life, and yesterday they were so numerous, we enumerated them, the loss of a beloved one, the loss of a job, unemployment, financial crisis. Your son is drinking. Your daughter is in prostitution. Has jumped out of school. With so many challenges that the Christian life today is, is grappling with. The present day believer is trying to surmount in this life. And so we saw that there are storms in this life. You could call them small storms. But sometimes they're not small storms too. And what came out very clearly yesterday is that based on the foundation upon which a Christian believer has launched his salvation, his or her salvation, then so will it be the manner in which they handle the challenges of this life. In other words, we saw yesterday that for those whose salvation is launched on the rock, on the foundation of the rock, they will always handle the challenges of this life in a God, godly way, a God-fearing way, a God-dependent way, in a godly way. In other words, as they handle the challenges, encounter the challenges of this life, they will always center the Lord in the middle of the storm. Those who have built their salvation on the foundation of the rock, the rock that is Christ Jesus. And yesterday we spoke so much, we saw so much of the challenges and how sometimes these little storms of the earth here can derail Christians. These challenges can be so severe as to cause some Christians to, who are not launched on the rock to abandon Christianity and look for other solutions to addressing their problems, beloved people. And that's why, even as we read the scriptures, I gave scriptures yesterday, I gave Matthew chapter 7, which was our lead scripture. We could also find it in the book of Luke also. And then we also read from 
Second Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8 and 9, and then Proverbs chapter 3, verses 4 to 6. We also saw Philippians chapter 4, verses 12 and 13. And also, I gave First Peter chapter 5, verse 10 yesterday. And I gave you the book of James, chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. I also went ahead and gave you the book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 28. And I gave you Joshua, chapter 1, verse 9. Moreover, I added you John, chapter 14, verse 27. And then I gave you Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 7. I went on to give you Psalm 34, verse 19. I gave you Isaiah 26, verses 3 to 4. And then at the end I gave you Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 to 7, beloved people. But I want to advance that conversation that we started yesterday on building the foundation of your Christian salvation. In other words, asking the question, on which foundation is your Christian salvation launched? And the book of First Corinthians today, in our first, uh, our first scripture in this session today, is First Corinthians, beloved people, the book of First Corinthians, First Corinthians, chapter three, verse eleven. First Corinthians, chapter three, verse eleven. Turn with me there. I'm going to be slow a little bit to allow people to get there. Again, First Corinthians, chapter three, verse eleven. He says here, For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Christ Jesus the Lord. And I know there are several versions, but he says here, First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 11, For no one can lay any foundation other than the one already laid, which is Christ Jesus, the Lord. And so, beloved people, those tuned in within and without, in this pursuit, in this study, I want to look at a little bit the purposes for which it is important for a Christian believer to ensure that their foundation is well laid that the foundation of their Christian salvation is well launched on the rock, the rock that now we have seen is Christ Jesus, the Messiah. I know many times Christian believers, new believers come to church. They come to church. They receive the Lord, repent, and come to church. 
But I have followed the church globally, even as the Lord has spoken with me regarding the condition of the church. And I have found out some very alarming observation about the church. Because the question has always been, why the rampant apostasy? Why is it that most of their Christian salvation is not sustainable? The longevity is is not long, it's short. The longevity is such that if a serious challenge shows up, that they have abandoned the Lord. They are not born again. They are backslid. Why is there such a high rate of backsliding in this generation? That was the question I was pursuing. And so, I found out the following, world over, that when people receive the Lord, and they are young Christians, new Christians, new creation, new believers, of course, a great excitement sweeps their hearts. But I found out that most of the churches do not help them to lay a solid foundation for their Christian salvation. And this is extremely very critical. Why? Because if one were to build a tower, a tall building, surely it will have to depend on the type and the integrity of the foundation one lays. If we are reaching out to God, if we are to build the lives of new believers in our churches, if we are to build the lives of all Christians, not even new believers, all Christians, their Christian salvation, their Christian lifestyle, their Christian life, the life of being born again, if we are to build as the purpose of the Bible has laid out. The Bible lays out the entire purpose of this chronicle, that as one becomes born again, the salvation they build reach them to heaven. In other words, reach to God. So if we are to build such a high tower of a Christian salvation, the salvation of a believer, that they may reach God, then the name of the foundation is going to be very fundamental, very critical. That is going to be the rate limiting stage. That that will determine the longevity of that salvation. I set out. I set out to find out why. Why is it that their salvation is short-lived this generation? And so, I observed that most of the churches today, people receive the Lord. They enter the church. And then the new believers' classes begin. The new believers' lessons begin. And as those tutorials of new believers begin, those seminars and workshops, rarely do they lay emphasis. Rarely have they laid emphasis at all on the building of a solid foundation of this new believer that their Christian salvation may tower high, may tower high and reach the Lord in heaven. And so you find that most of the time, yes, good indeed, 
they are taught about the doctrine. They are taught about the evangelizing. In other words, uh, reaching out, witnessing to others about their salvation. They are taught many things that almost, I mean, in a good way, though I say this, the, 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 the earning of knowledge. But there is a critical part that is not taught. The laying of a solid foundation for their Christian salvation. It is not taught. Because the purpose for which it is really critical that a Christian lay their foundation right, the reason, the critical reason for which it is important for all Christians listening to me today to lay the right foundation, to lay, to lay, to, to anchor their salvation upon this solid rock. Not the sand is that all their life, that in that salvation, throughout all their entire lives, they may live a life of pursuing God forever until they find God, until they enter heaven. It is important that Christians today understand that the reason for which you were created and brought on this earth is that you may be able to pursue God, to know the Lord. And there is nothing greater on this earth, as all of you Christians have seen, there is really nothing greater on this earth than knowing God Almighty and knowing the wonderful salvation that he, the Lord, as a Redeemer, he sent us in the grace of our Lord Jesus, the Messiah. There's nothing greater on this planet. So the purposes for which we were placed on this earth, and there are many galaxies out there, but the purposes for which man was created here was to be able to know God deeper and to develop a personal relationship with God. How awesome. And then to have a purposeful, a meaningful uh, work, working relationship, that relationship to have purpose to transform their life and bring them to heaven. That the foundation of their salvation be right is critical in that pursuit. It's so critical to them. It's critical to all Christians. All Christians all over the world will be divided into two groups, strictly two groups. Those who have launched their salvation on the solid rock, launched their Christianity on the solid foundation of the rock, No other foundation can a man lay other than that which has already been laid, which is Christ Jesus the Messiah. The Lord Jesus, he spoke about the wise builder. 
he says that the wise builder is like one who hears the word. Hears the words of the Lord. And applies the words of the Lord in his life. In other words, the one who trusts in God's sovereignty, you know, God is sovereign. Once he says it, he has said it, and it is done, it is undiscussable. In other words, in other words, one who is totally obedient to God, he hears the word and obeys the word. In other words, he implements the word. Those are the Christians, the wise builder, the one that launches on the foundation of the rock. They are the ones that make a daily application of God's word in their life. In other words, if you look at their lives, you'll find that their lives are totally grounded, totally placed, totally established on biblical truth. Those builders that the Lord referred to, the wise builder, in other words, the church that launches her salvation onto the foundation of the rock, her foundation in rock, they remain steadfast because of that. They always remain steadfast. They hold on to that salvation. 